Great. So, got the recording started, and I'll, uh, at the end of the teleseminar, I'll tell you about how you'll be getting links to, um, to this recording. So, welcome to our uh, teleseminar. Um, again, this is, um, the idea of it was that I'm going to present, um, a few points about the topic for today and then want to keep it interactive. Um, hear from you all. So um, to do that, if you press star two on your phone, I will see that you want to share and um, then invite me to share. So I'm going to talk for about the first half of the teleseminar and then check in with you all and see uh, if anybody has any questions or anything they'd like to share. So um, today's topic might seem sound like a little strange to you, but I'm taking it from, I'm taking uh, today's topic from um, from an audio tape of Sidney Banks uh, that I've been listening to, and uh, he's talking about really the potential for every human being to have uh, a level of consciousness that in, increases, and he talks about it as people moving from what isn't to what is. He was talking a lot on the tape about uh, how we follow our beliefs and the truth is really way way beyond our beliefs. And he's talking about uh, the fact that all of us can have a, a level of understanding uh, that deepens um, and moves us more closer to truth about the human experience and about life, and about the knowledge we hold within our consciousness <clears throat> about the principles. So I thought this would be great to talk about today, uh, because it really highlights the fact that um, that there is always a potential for us to gain deeper knowledge about the meaning of life, or our true nature through insight or realization. Um, it's much different than having an intellectual knowing. It's about the fact that we can really have a deep um, insight uh, about uh, that brings us knowledge, um, spiritual knowledge uh, about our true nature and the nature of life. And I think that's one of the most hopeful aspects of the principles. Uh, and understanding the principles is that uh, each time you gain uh, a more uh, insight or realization to these principles, um, you're living at a higher level of consciousness. And as Sid says, you know, it's infinite levels for you to reach. There's always more and more and more for you to see. Now, these insights or realizations usually play out uh, in a way that is right for you. And it moves you from your beliefs, uh, your learned thinking, uh, your habits of thought, to more pure um, uh, uh, thinking about about life and the nature of life and how you go about living your, your, your life. So, for example... Um, uh, again, you've heard me share this many, many times, but coming back to the first time I heard Sidney Banks, um, 
I had a deep insight and a realization, and I saw truthfully that feelings uh, are just made up. They don't have a life of their own. Now, that's how it came to me. Um, and it wasn't at all an intellectual understanding. I don't think you can really read that in any psychology textbooks. I mean, now you can probably read something like that in the in the principles books that have been written. Um, but this was 33 years ago and nothing was around. And I saw that. And the power of that insight moved me from what isn't to what is, in the words of today's seminar, in terms of also what Sidney Banks was saying by those words. So before I had that insight, I really valued my feelings. I thought they were really giving me true information about my circumstances, the people in my life, and so forth, you know. Um, and that's how I was living. And also being trained um, as a uh, <clears throat> PhD level psychologist, we in those days really value people being guided by their feelings as if they were real and, and as if they were giving people truths about their lives. And you could kind of say it in the words of uh, Michael Neal, kind of an outside in idea, but we didn't think about it in those terms those days. So a lot of the therapies in uh, new developments past uh, Freudian therapy was really to get people in, to um, recognize their feelings and uh, get them out and, uh, you know, use them. So that's what I was living in until the insight, until I heard Sidney Banks, and I moved from that to a deeper truth, what truly is. And um, it moved me from what isn't, that feelings really uh, are showing us the truth of our lives, to they're just made up. And you can see this in your own lives if you've been around the principles or gaining some realizations and, and insights for yourself. Even in other practices, uh, as you gain an insight, you start to see that... Um, Feelings don't hold the truth. They're just, in terms of Sidney Banks' words, a, a reaction to thought. And the truth of the matter is, you can't have a feeling without thought. So it moves us back within ourselves to the nature of thought. Um, so again, that's one example of um, what I heard when I listened to Sidney Banks, and he was saying, you move from what isn't to what is. So here I moved from what isn't. These feelings are real. They are giving me information about the people around me to what is, that I'm creating them through the power of thought. They're just a reaction to how I'm using thought in the moment. And that's a big deal. That really had impact for me. I was now with that insight and realization, as all of you, uh, living at a higher level of understanding. And in that higher level of understanding, I could move more in life uh, using, using this truth that um, what is, feelings are the result of thought, a reaction to thought. 
much more in my life rather than what isn't, that feelings were really uh, solid and um, giving me the deeper truth about what was going on in life. Um, another example, what really came to mind for me when I was listening to this audio tape by Sidney Banks and he talked about what moving from what isn't to what is. What really came to me um, is, um, uh, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> excuse me, sorry about all of that, uh, was how it plays out in relationships. I really saw it playing out a lot in relationships in the insights from the principles in relationships to moving from what isn't to what is. And I'll give you an example of that. Um, one of the first uh, beautiful uh, experiences of finding more understanding of the principle is that I saw my relationship in my marriage uh, differently in a way that led me to be uh, looking at it with more understanding and deepening the experience of being in this relationship. So I liken like the idea of uh, what isn't, my beliefs about being in a relationship uh, to a couple of things. When I grew up, you know, I grew up as a boy, a man, in the, you know, a male in the 50s, and um, so I was taught, at least in our area here in uh, the West Coast, I, I was taught about how the, my way was the right way, how to be right, and you argue, uh, you argue your thinking about how to go about things. And I played a lot of sports, so I was taught to be tough, you see. So um, that's the beliefs I, I grew up in, in terms of, developing relationships with people um, so that in my marriage, in the early years of my marriage, we had a good marriage, but I would always be looking at my wife through those lens of judgment, see judgment. And um, I kind of likened it to being like the Terminator, you know, in those movies, the, the three movies of the Terminator when the Terminator looked out, he had an eye that calculated things. It gave him all this data feedback. And and looking at life, at my marriage, at my at my wife, um, through those lens, I would look at through the at her through these judgmental lens, and I would see her uh, having good things, and I would see her having some things that it would be great for her to change, like pros and cons. You see, and um, so that's how I was looking. I was looking from what isn't. Now, when I looked from there, I thought that was my wife. So that's who she was. She had these beautiful aspects, and then there were things I I didn't like, but they were you know I I would deal with those, um, and I would always look at. Um, our differences more in terms of this learning I grew up in that, you know, uh, I would always argue my way. So having been introduced to Sidney Banks and going along in going to seminars of his and reading his first book and meeting with people uh, to deepen our understanding of principles, I moved from what isn't to what is. 
all of a sudden, uh, I had an insight, uh, a realization that um, my experience of my wife was just coming through to, to me through these habits of thought. That I was looking at her through my own thinking, judgmental thinking, fault finding, whatever. And I wasn't really seeing her. I was, in fact, seeing my thoughts of her. Man, that really was powerful. Again, being able to see uh, through my hearing about thought and consciousness, I, I got my own insights and realizations about what that meant for me. And what that meant for me in relationship was that what I thought, who I thought my wife was, was this what isn't. What isn't is the fact that I wasn't really seeing her. I was seeing my thoughts of her. Um, and that really woke me up. So the minute I started to live with her from there, I would, it would occur to me to move away from my uh, usual learned beliefs about her, what isn't, and try to see her. And I did. I started to listen differently. I started to try to see how she looked at things rather than my way being the right way. These things were uh, ways of being in a relationship that came to me through these realizations. And I started to see what is. I started to see her human, what I would call her humanness. I saw the person, this beautiful being that was there, who was connected to mind like me and who was using thought and consciousness to create her reality. And I started to see her expressions of love that I hadn't really noticed before because I was looking at her through my beliefs of how that should be expressed. So, again, when I heard this uh, from Sydney Banks, that moving to a deeper level of consciousness moves us from what isn't to what is, I saw it in the framework of relationship. And I can easily identify it to what I just shared with you in my own relationship to my wife. Um, looking at it through the insights that the, the realizations I had about the principles helped me see, I moved from what isn't my learned beliefs about a relationship to what is, truly seeing my wife as much as I could in that moment uh, through understanding. Now, what I have learned through the years is that you continue uh, to evolve as your level of consciousness uh, rises with more insights. You uh, will see more of the true nature of that person you're in a relationship with rather than your own thinking. What is it? So, uh, my seeing my wife truly for what she is, is continuing to evolve. And I don't think we ever really truly get to, the, to completely see a person in true, terms of their true nature. There's always a little bit of residue of our own, like, 
learn beliefs in there. But each time you gain more understanding, uh, you're able to see a person for what they truly are rather than what isn't, your own thinking of who they are. So that's really a beautiful element that, um, or a, a beautiful potential for every human being that with whatever relationships they're in, there's always the potential uh, as your level of consciousness rises to move away from what isn't your you learned beliefs about that leads you to be judgmental or fault-finding or opinion or have assumptions about a person to really move to what is their true, to really see their true nature. I saw that with my colleagues. I've seen that, you know, in many, many different ways over the course of my uh, years with this understanding. And I've shared that at various times in webinars and podcasts and so forth. But I also saw this with my colleagues at work, moving from what isn't to what is. So, again, given the learning I grew up in, like I mentioned earlier, and I would um, be quite readily uh, argue uh, my point about ways to go about uh, helping people in the mental health professions, you know. And uh, I was, you know, uh, my learning was to argue that, that other people's ways were wrong. Uh, I would try to find find what was wrong and then argue and debate it. I wouldn't really yell or anything like that, but I would, uh, you know, debate someone. And people could feel when I did, I think they could feel that I was being judgmental. But I would do that in um, staff meetings at the clinic I worked in, uh, uh, not um, every meeting, but but often. And um, and I and so the first two years of my working in this clinic, I had not uh, heard of Sydney Banks or had been to anything by Sydney Banks. But once I again started to attend his seminars and had a couple of those deep insights that I've shared with you about feelings and thought and consciousness and about relationships, um, again, um, I moved from what isn't to what is. And it came via a realization. Now, it, it wasn't a realization of the so-called principles, but it came from my living in the understanding of the principles. And I'm sitting in a meeting and, um, you know, a, a psychiatrist presenting the way that he's going about helping one of his patients. And instead of responding in an argumentative way, I realized that uh, he, he was doing the best he could given how he was using thought and consciousness. And I just saw the humanity of my colleague. That the, I had a deep feeling of, of respect and appreciation as I saw that he was really trying to help the people that were coming to him. And my heart went out to him. And I had compassion rather than judgment. 
So I moved from what isn't to what is. Uh, a human being, a psychiatrist, using thought and consciousness, guided by his um, compassion for his patients. And I was really uh, touched by that. And it moved me from being judgmental and wanting to argue my points to just coming to peace with that and and seeing that my, my colleagues were trying their best given how they were using thought and consciousness. And then I saw we were all the same. We're, we're using thought and consciousness. We're using the principles moment to moment to create our reality. And, um, and that's what all of my colleagues were doing. And I really saw beyond their way to their hearts, to what they were really wanting to do for the people that were coming to them for help. So I moved from what isn't to what is. Um, so I think this is a beautiful way that Sid shared about the fact that we could rise in our level of consciousness, that each time we had an insight or a realization, which is a rise in the level of consciousness, we're living at another level of truth. We're getting closer and closer to truth. The actual realization that we get or the insight that we get really is a spiritual uh, process. You know, it's coming from the true knowledge we hold in our consciousness about our nature and the true nature of life. It forms in a particular way for us. So you'll get a particular insight that is right for you and I'll get one that's right for me. But it's coming from that truth, which we might call innate wisdom. Um, and that we can have a rise in our level of consciousness and that moves us from our beliefs, what isn't, closer to what is, the truth of the matter, what's really true in our, what creates our human experience uh, of life toward ourselves, toward our circumstances, uh, toward other people. And I love the way he put it together by saying we move from what isn't to what is. It's a great saying. And that's what, so what I've shared so far is what's come to mind for me in um, that particular saying. And it's a beautiful thing for me to keep in mind because uh, so many times, you know, as the principles will do, uh, uh, our learned beliefs uh, give us the experience that they're true. Just like uh, up until that evening with Sydney Banks, I thought that the feelings I was getting were true. They had a lot of value about giving me information about other people or so. But all that really is is just uh, the, the way that thought and consciousness is playing out through me in that moment. And as I live in that creation, um, everything else will follow. My feelings, my actions, and so forth. I will 
I will uh, act through the creation that thought and conscience just created for me. And so will everybody else. But we have the potential at any moment that we gain an insight into this nature, our true nature, um, to see life truer. And so we live at that. We live that. We live at that level. And um, that continues to come back to us to help us live more with those insights and those realizations. So to me, it's a very hopeful message that we can move from what isn't to what is. And it's just his way. Later on in the audio tape, he says, you know, we, we really do have to begin to drop our beliefs about things uh, so that we make room for more truth to come to our minds. But I think it's a, just a beautiful, um, hopeful aspect of what we truly are, that that can happen. That we really can move from what isn't to what is. Once again, that's why we're not a label. That's why we're not any kind of category. Um, We're not that because that's just a level of consciousness. It's just the way that we're using thought and consciousness uh, with that level of, of understanding. But the minute we have an insight, our level of understanding rises and we're no longer um, wedded to that thinking we did. So uh, we can't be any label. We can't. There's, it's impossible. I mean, it looks like it. Uh, you know, it looks like the form you created to think thought and consciousness is solid, but it isn't. It's very porous because the next moment the next thought you have, you're you're kind of different. You may not really see it, but you are. So I just had a couple last night in my office and uh, they were just really upset with one another and they were in the thoughts of upset and they could then label each other, you know, like... um, you're you're never listening to me. Um, you don't really care to support me. You know, those labels. But once, you know, as I introduced again, reminded them how that's being created from thought and how it takes them away from their wisdom to be with one another and they that kind of caught on to it. Now they were no longer that. Now they were tender with one another. The upset was gone. So here they were thinking that they um, uh, that they uh, had these labels for each other, but those labels disappeared the minute um, this couple once again realized their true nature of love for one another, and they had thoughts that led them to be tender. So um, just an example. Uh, these shifts in our understanding that take place that are kind of everyday occurrences and um, 
uh, sometimes we don't we don't realize the, the the power of them that we the minute we have them and we move to another level of consciousness, we are no longer the kind of person we thought we we were at a lower level of consciousness, and that's really the beauty of understanding these principles because it, we can transcend what isn't thinking of ourselves in this label or category as if it's solid to what is uh, more and more this being that is very spiritual connected to mind that has the wisdom of life and can live with understanding, with uh, um, love and gratitude and can see themselves truly for what they are and uh, and see other people for truly what they are. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Um, again, uh, Sid saying on an audio tape that we move from what isn't to what is and how that really touched me and brought to mind some of the ways that through my insights in listening to him and finding more realizations about the principles have led me through the years to move from what isn't, my learned ways of thinking, my beliefs, my uh, assumptions of life to what is, finding more truth moment to moment in my life, finding more truth about how to be with me what I'm about and my circumstances and uh, in my relationships. Um, so I just want to check out, um, we've got quite a group here. So what I want to do, again, is to remind you if you have a question or you want to share something, um, it could be about today's talk or it could be just what you're noticing about your understanding, okay? It's kind of open for any of that. If you want to do that, uh, you need to press star, star uh, two on your phone, and I will see that, and I will invite you to talk. So I would really love to hear from, from people. Oh, here we go. Um, is it Chris? Yeah, hi, Mark. It's Chris. Hello. Oh, hi, Chris. Hi there. What What's up? Hey, and just um, listening to your talk today with um, moving to higher levels of consciousness, um, I just wanted to uh, just talk about maybe how that operates differently in people. Um, with maybe an example of, you know, thoughts are always kind of coming through us, right? We can't always necessarily control the thoughts we have, but how we act That's on them true. then can, right? How we act on them can... Yes can uh, be different. So I was just trying to think of something like um, where maybe two different people might have, uh, you know, exchange with somebody and think, you know, I'd really like to punch that guy in the nose, right? I think actually Sid Banks brings this up on a uh, video that I saw. Yeah. Now, both both yeah. people may have that thought, but someone may actually punch that guy in the face, whereas I might just say, okay, I'm just going to let that thought go, and it kind of just goes naturally. So what I wanted to ask was, um, do you feel as though the elevation of the higher level of consciousness and understanding can lead 
to maybe a slight pause in that thinking between that thought and that action? Or I know you said you've worked with couples a lot, but you, have you ever experienced someone in your practice who's had that kind of radical transformation, that, that high-level consciousness manifested in them to be able to do that? Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It makes sense. So, uh, so really, what you shared at first is true. We can't thought is always coming through us, and we can't do anything at that. There's, it's a that's a spiritual process. So, you're right. We can't stop thought from being created. Now, what I find, tell me if this has been your experience, is that. Um, if people have an insight, let's say, into the fact that anger that would lead thinking that is creating anger that would lead to somebody punching somebody in the nose, you know, <laughs> say somebody really, uh, when somebody gets an insight that that feeling is created through thought and consciousness, um, they will get a new thought. And they might still get lost in, man, you know, that they may still get lost in thinking about that person in a way that gets them angry. But they may get, but, but what happens usually in my experience is that uh, it occurs to people, their insight occurs to them. So, you know, they may get angry and it may occur to them, hold on a minute, your thinking's going south. Or, you know, you know, or, or wait a minute, that, this is just your thinking. You're, you're just looking at this wrong. So things like that start to come to people's minds from having had an insight that is, that is what, what is also the same thing as a, a, a shift in level of consciousness. You see? So when you people have had that shift, they've got a whole new look at, uh, for example, why they're having that feeling, what's really going on. And they never lose that insight, but they may lose their level of consciousness. You know, they, you're not always going to live at the same level of consciousness because, like you're saying, thought is always coming through us. So it's not always the same uh, quality of thinking that comes through us. But... What I have seen happen is when, like my, uh, like, like, like we might say, my old thinking comes in and I created an emotional experience for myself, all of a sudden it occurs to me what happened. Because I've had insights or realizations and have been at a higher level of consciousness. So the minute that comes in, like, oh my God, you're thinking oneself, you're already shifted. You're no longer at the level of consciousness of I'm angry, I'm pissed off at this person, I want to punch them. You you can't be there once that uh, insight comes back to you. You've already shifted. Um, And so uh, then at that level, a person will get more thoughts that will help them out, you know. Um, So that's how I see it operating in real time. Um, so, uh, and, and it might be like, you know, once people wake up once again to, oh my God, uh, I, I'm just, 
I'm just creating this from my thinking or uh, I'm not thinking right about this or whatever way it comes to them again, um, they'll get thoughts. They'll, they'll get thoughts that'll help them. They'll say, well, okay, well, quiet down or, you know, maybe you ought to take a, a little break from this person or they'll just start to see things that will guide them to what to do. I think I've shared here uh, on a teleseminar my friend um, Keith Blevins, um, who's another three principles practitioner. Um, he and I in the early days would do some seminars together and he would tell people, you know, you see this indentation in my forehead. It's from going, oh no, meaning that he would slap his forehead and say, oh no, there I go again. That oh no, there I go again is the realization of what you have seen coming back. So I kind of say, well, our, our insights will occur to us. And they will. And the minute they do, everything has happened. You've already shifted to a higher level of consciousness than you were a moment ago. Your thinking has changed. Uh, you're deeper, you're closer to truth. All of that happens in a nanosecond. And when that happens, uh, you'll be able to use that. So that example of that couple, you know, they were upset with one another in my office. And the minute they remembered, they had another realization of how they have you, how they understand thought and consciousness with their, with each other. It came to their minds, they dropped their uh, uh, annoyance with one another and in came thoughts of caring about one another. So one actually apologized. So in came apology. One of the husband actually apologized and and it just led to deeper feelings. Um, so yes, we can't control the thoughts we get but if we've had realizations into the nature of thought and the principles, that will come back to us. It will come back to us, of course, as a thought, but the minute it does, we're at a higher level of consciousness. See, it all comes, it all, it's not like they're separate things. So the minute you have what we are calling an insight, you've had what people are now calling a new thought. They're calling that now, but it's just that you've had a, a higher level of thought and your and your level of consciousness is shifted all at once. They're just different words to say what happened. And so once that's happened, you won't forget it. It'll come back. But there are times that if you try to make it come back, you may not be able to use it because you're not at really seeing, you know, it's not really come back to you in a pure form. It's come back to you when you're still caught in being angry at somebody. I hope that helped you. I hope that was helpful. Was it, Chris? Yes, yes. Thanks, Mark. That was good. Oh, good. Thanks, Chris. Good to have you on the call again. I hope you're doing well. Okay, so, um, Chris, thanks. So I'm going to mute you and check in to see does anybody else have um, anything they'd like to share or a question?
If you do, just press star two. And, um, you know, like with Chris, I'll invite you to talk. I'd really love to hear from people because we do a lot of learning when we hear from everyone. And sometimes people are sharing what they've seen. Sometimes they ask a question that leads us to kind of, you know, just talk about this more clearly or... It helps people, too, that listen to the recording. I'd love to hear from anybody. You see, um, what we're talking about in terms of, um, of having an insight or a realization is that, again, that's a spiritual process. So you don't really see... You don't really see that going on. You just get the results of it, huh? You get what, you know, people are in the three principles community now are calling, you get a new thought. But you just get a realization that helps you see the circumstances you're in from what we would call a higher level of consciousness. We could also say uh, what Sid says from more what is, from more of a truth, from your innate wisdom. Um, and so from there, the thoughts are right for you. So I remember um, my dear colleague, um, Kathy Casey, she talked about it in terms of, you know, she does a lot of teaching in the jails and in the prison system. And she was talking about, you know, the principals in this one class. And one of the inmates raised their hand and said, I just saw what you were saying. An insight. I just saw what you were seeing. I got what you were pointing to. An insight. See, they're just telling you, uh, in their own words, they had a realization that they had a rise in their level of consciousness. Um, and so he said, um, I always paid attention to every thought I had. I just gave my attention to all of them. And it was like stressing me out. I was feeling bad. I was feeling a lot of emotional reactions. And now what I heard you say is, I don't have to do that. I don't have to look at every thought I have. They're just thoughts. Isn't that beautiful? Now, um, now, that that's what so the, so he moved from what isn't. I've got to look at all of my thoughts. They're important to me. They, they they're going to help me out to just pay attention to everything. To I don't have to do that. All this is is just thought coming through my mind. So in my in my words, they, he could be he was able to have choice, freedom of choice. Now that was that was really the. The feeling of it was an insight feeling. You know what I mean? It was really looked like it was true. It was solid. He didn't get it intellectually. He got it what we might call deeper, huh? You could tell. You could tell. Um, but at, but all together, all at once, um, he, it, the spiritual essence of wisdom came through, we call it an insight, we call it a rise in consciousness, we call it a new thought. It's all the same. 
It's all the same. Um, and it, it happened to him. Now, now, he won't lose that. He may get back to his habit. He may start attending to all of his thoughts. But this insight will occur to him at some point. Like like Keith Blevins, he'll slap himself on the forehead. Oh, no, there I go again, attending to all my thoughts. Okay, then he'll get more guidance. Okay, wow, I better back off, settle down here. Maybe I'll just relax and quiet down for a moment. You see, the guidance system of mine will come in to assist him. And so... It speaks to some of the other things we've talked about in our past seminars that, see, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to keep your insights on your mind. You don't have to keep them, you don't have to hold on to them. Again, you just live in the flow of life. You live in being assisted by mind, so when you've had a rise in consciousness, it, your consciousness will change. But what you had seen at this higher level of consciousness will come back to you. It, and then at the minute it comes back to you, you're at that level again. You've risen again away from your lower level of consciousness to this higher level of consciousness. And while you're there, you may even see more. So that's, this is Mark Howard talking to you about how I see it. But I've had a number of insights through the years and it seems to me this is the way it, this is my experience of it. Um, and, 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 and Sidney Banks talks about it a lot on his tapes or uh, his videos about levels of consciousness and and um, some of these other points I've been making today with you. But if you, oh, here's another thing. If you just, if you find yourself at a higher level of consciousness with, uh, uh, with insight and realization, you're just thankful that that happened. And then it will come back to you. It's really a beautiful, we really are beautiful in this way that um, we don't have to really attend to any of our thinking um, because you'll see what is important in all of your thinking. <laughs> and this, 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 uh, this this man in the in the jails, this prisoner in the jails, saw that that will be the case for him. That everything he was attending to wasn't important, and he also saw uh, that he he would know what would be important to take a look at. Uh, so anybody else? Um, would love to hear from anybody else on the call. It doesn't matter, you know, what you share. We're, we're all in this together, and there's no right or wrong. Uh, and um, if you want to share, again, press star two, and um, 
you'll come up on my screen here and we can talk together. I'm starting to offer, um, this is a little uh, aside from today's talk, but I'm starting to offer classes for many of the three principles people because through the last couple of years of mentoring a lot of three principles people, uh, they've been uh, offering the principles in groups, in group settings, either a drop-in group at their home or uh, at some meeting place or they have a meetup group or they have more of a formal group that they're offering in their practice or they're doing presentations. So I'm offering classes to help with that sharing of the principles in group settings. And I was talking to this to one of my classes um, the, for this month, and um, I was sharing about if you want to get a group quiet, all you have to do is ask them uh, uh, what's making sense for them, you know. <laughs> or you, all you have to do is ask them, well, what would you like to share, you know. <laughs> it's a guaranteed way to get a group quiet. Oh, we have somebody here. So, let's see, is it is it Gilberto in El Cajon, California? Oops, I'm sorry, I muted you. In El Cajon, California. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I know, right, it comes are. up. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. It's Eric. Eric in San Diego. Oh, wow. You're whatever you... Uh, sometimes, you know, are you on a mobile phone? I am, yeah. It gets passed through some kind of uh, station, and um, you come up as a different name. But anyhow, hi, Eric. Oh. Great to hear from you. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, you too. You too. Thanks. Um, What's up? Well, uh, you... You use this uh, phrase, um, a higher level of consciousness, and yeah. um, I, and I know it's a very kind of a rough concept, but um, and I, I certainly have experienced it. But if you think about it, it's a little bit confusing because I mean we are consciousness, so how and you know what becomes higher? <laughs> I guess it's like a, a just a state of mind. Right. Yeah, well, again, you know, that's a great point. Um, we are consciousness. Um, I suppose uh, what gets, what, what you're trying to describe is that the understanding of that truth, uh, there's more to it. So there's more understanding of the fact that we're consciousness of what we truly are available to us. Because yeah, you see, I mean, if we really, kind of... yeah, yeah, and so it's it's a way of saying that. Okay. I think that's what I think. It's a way of saying there's more for you to see, and the minute you see that, you're living at that level of understanding. 
which you I don't have that. right now. Yeah. I could go but with I that. think you're right. We we are consciousness. And really spiritually, uh there's no level. But in form, <laughs> right. in our physical form there is. So it's just a way of talking about there's there's more to see. Uh, and the minute you see more through insight, you're living at a higher level of understanding, a level higher than you were before. Sometimes you could say a level deeper, you know, <laughs> but, but that's, it's trying to explain that that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you see? It, it's, it looks to me, I mean, in my sort of journey lately, like, um, how do I describe it? It's like, oh, it's okay. I, it was just a bunch of um, illusion in the way. You know, everything is actually okay, all right, and connected. Um, you know, we're just doing a lot to get in the way. <laughs> it's hard to describe, but... It's like it's already there, and it's never not been there. And it's what we are, what I am, and it's it's not. There's nothing separate. Well, I think that's a really. I think that's a really beautiful point. I really do. Uh, And and I think what you saw was uh, a, a wonderful insight. Uh, and I, th- I think that's really a nice point that there really isn't anything separate from us and true, the truth or our true nature. Um, but being here in the physical form, uh, with, which it says is the contamination of thinking that we're presented the minute we're born, we use uh, these principles in a way that makes us feel, uh, disconnected or not even knowing we're connected to anything. So as we get insights, uh, it's just this knowledge coming through us that allows us to see more and more what's already there. It isn't like in in our true essence, uh, nothing. It, uh, everything we need to know is there. It's right there now. Uh, but given the fact of uh, how we inform, our thinking gets influenced by the consciousness of the world we're born in. Um, the game, as Sid says, is to find that, to find what's there. And today we're yeah, talking is, uh... about, yeah, today we're talking about that there are, uh, through insights and realizations, we we get more of that. I was going to mention an example from yesterday. I had a lunch with uh, an ex, and it was kind of difficult. And and afterwards, you know, it was difficult talking to her and some of the old, you know, why did this happen stuff came up <laughs> and some of the old patterns of communication communication or miscommunication um and then later i'm you know i'm wondering well what what to do what to do and and uh i walked past this office and the on the screen in there it said 
it just happened to flash on the screen. Do nothing. And I realized that's perfect. <laughs> do nothing. That's exactly what I need to do. <laughs> that's beautiful. Um, well, thanks so much, Eric. It's great to hear from you. And just wonderful to have you on the call. Um, well, it's time for us to stop for today. Um, all of you that received um, emails announcing the teleseminar today will get an email in the next couple of days for the recording. And we now have three different ways that you can listen to the recording. It will be part of my uh, website, so you, you'll get a link to that to download the recording for yourself. Uh, these town hall seminars are now on iTunes, and you'll get a link for that. And they're also on SoundCloud, and you'll get a link for that. Um, if you're interested in any sharing with me any further questions about today, you can email me at dr doctor dr mark howard at comcast.net. So great to have all of you here. Thank you for the two of you that. Uh, just shared today and loved hearing from you. Uh, loved having you all on the call. And um, uh, we'll, we'll be uh, talking in November. Uh, don't forget, if you can make it, the Three Principles Global Communities having a conference in Los Angeles. And you can go to their website, 3PGC, um, and sign up for it. Okay, everybody. Have a good month. Have a, have a good Halloween and talk with you uh, in November. Bye.